um, trading, technical analysis, fundamental analysis, they are the cheapest, the easiest to learn, but trading psychology would take you a lifetime to learn, okay? So I was also talking about um, fear and greed, that fear and greed, as important as they are, um, sometimes people have to, most, most times people actually put greed as um, the reason they win, Sometimes people put fear as the reason why they lose a trade. But um, I'm going to be saying some things that could be could sound a bit contrary to some of the things we have known and believed. And then also I was talking about hope. Okay, uh, hope is that foundation or that basics for for which you 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 believe that something would happen for good. Okay, but um, hope is one of the uh, for me sometimes. Uh, I don't know how best to put it, but uh, let me put it this way. Hope sometimes can be your worst enemy, okay, when it comes to trading. And I will explain this in due course. Hope could be one of your worst enemy. When I mean enemy in trading, um, Jesse Livermore will say this, that um, it is good when you enter a trade and then um, the trade starts coming against you. It's better you fear that you'll be taken out of the trade instead of hoping that the trade will reverse and go back suddenly. Okay? That it is better that while the trade is already in your favor and making profit, it is good to have hope in that state or in that position or at that particular um, context. It's better to have hope that price will still go up and then work on following the price or following profit and just following profit instead of cutting off the trade right which means for example if i enter a trade at let's say at one dollar and then price moves up to three dollars four dollars i should start moving my what's it called um stops right um like what we call the trailing take profit or the trailing profit trailing the profit right so i should just keep moving it and hope that price will keep going up and going up and going up Okay, now something happened that was supposed to be last year. I was trading, um, what's it called? Um, Solana, I was trading Solana at six dollars. Okay, now Solana never came back to six dollars as at the time I started the trading. Now, if I had done what, what I would call um, the hope that yes, price will keep going up. What I would have kept, what I would, I would have done is to just keep trailing my profit because it went up from six dollars to eleven dollars and then so on and so forth and then kept running up, right? So, but that's by the way. So, but what I'm trying to say in essence is that at that point you hope that price will go up and you keep following it. But when price is against you, coming into the place where your profit or I mean what's it called to stop you out. Sometimes one of the things we do is that we start hoping that price will immediately, supernaturally, um, um, conjoly, if there's words like that, right? Just reverse from that position or from that point and immediately go off. Yes, it has happened several times to me, right? There was a certain time I was in a trade and this is what indiscipline or being an indisciplined trader could be. So one of those days, well, in my formative year of trading, I had this occurrence or this stuff where i'll enter trade 
and then I'll pull up my stops and then we'll, we'll talk more in details on this. I'll pull up my stops and all that and then trade will move and then sometimes come into my place of, um, to stop me out and I remove my stop and then goes down and then all of a sudden then comes back up and then gives me profit, right? There are folks that are still doing that. That's, that's an irresponsible way of trading, okay? So let me not cut myself too far. Let's go into the point so that I can just be very detailed and, and snappy. Number one is fear. What should you do to fear? Okay. Um, if you're a trader here, now I'm just talking about how to develop your, your trading psychology and win your trades. If you're a trader here and you're trading and you feel fearful about a trade, it happens to everybody. Whether you're not sure about something or whatever, uh, for me, right, I do, I trade futures, okay? I don't trade spot except just to buy and hold a color asset or something, but normally I trade futures. So, if I'm afraid of taking entering a trade, sometimes I could stay on my decks for complete two hours and I'm wondering whether I should jump in the trade. And sometimes the trade is actually in my favor. I'll put up the setup and then trade comes into the setup and then I'll just remove my, my, my entry. And then I'll just be wondering now, at that state or in that state, most times what I do is to, immediately what I do is to reduce, one, I reduce my, my leverage Okay, I reduce my leverage, for example, if I'm doing 5x, I drop it down to 2x, okay? I drop it down to 2x or 3x, depending my position size. And then also if my position size is too big, I drop it down to maybe 25% um, of my position size I use in entry, or 50% depending. Now, what that would do for me, since I'm afraid, I have reduced whatever will increase the fear of jumping out unnecessarily and not um, being focused of i mean being in the trade as i should be in the trade so if you're afraid of taking a position one of the things you can do is to reduce your size or reduce what's called your leverage right for me most times what i do i reduce my leverage and i reduce my position size okay when you are fearful about i mean concerning any trade you want to enter another thing also i do is when it is something that I can't control for whatever reason, I leave my decks. Okay, I leave. I just walk away. I just walk away. I just walk away. And if I'm still going to be sitting down in front of my system, I I close every trading page. I close all of it. All of it. Okay. I close all of it. Now you say, ah. Oh, does it mean that you're afraid of taking? No, no. Yes, I'm afraid. Oh, I was fearful at that point. And since I could not control the fear of whatever it was, I decided to stay out. Okay. Now, the big thing about trading is not, um, it's not, trading is not gambling. And that's one thing most times people don't understand. Trading is not gambling. Now, yeah, sometimes people say trading is gambling, all of that. Now, a gambler is somebody that's, is not is not ready to to manage risk. A gambler is somebody that is not aware of himself and the market. So he does things anyhow, anywhere the trade wants to go, he just dumps in anyhow. They can be lucky and they'll make money, but um, in the long run, they will always lose their money. So when you are afraid of taking any trade, if you're a beginner trader here and you're afraid of setting in trades, one of the best things you can do is to start trading with, um, and like I tell people, if you are trading futures and you are new into trading futures, you can use five dollars to learn how to trade okay uh, in any of the every of the class i teach even guys that have big money i tell them just trade with five dollars 
through the five dollars for the next three months for the next three months okay because for me uh, there's something i i i believe too well about i mean rather i believe more in forward testing than back testing okay i love back testing i do back testing a lot even presently that i'm trading and all of that i still do back testing okay because I just want to improve and learn and all of that. I trade um, smart money, well, what we call smart money, which actually what it means is supply and demand, okay? Understanding supply and demand. And understanding supply and demand comes from learning or understanding what um, risk, what, rather not rather support and resistance is about, okay? So when you understand support and resistance very well, then you can easily understand what, um, what we call um supply and demand trading is why call um invalid gap whatever they call it um imbalance or whatever right or fair value gap or whatever they call it so but that's that so um for me what i tell people if you want to learn how to trade don't use big money to trade right that was one of the mistakes i made in my early days of trading i bounce money when i mean i bounce money i bounce money the other day I was on uh, what's it called um, Twitter space and somebody said he won over a hundred thousand dollars just to learn how to trade. Today he would jump on the trade with five thousand, then jump on the trade with ten thousand, jump on the trade with twenty thousand because he just hoped and believed that he could just make money out of it. Okay, so um, that's that. If you are afraid, um, one of the ways to build your trading psychology. These are mental things. Okay, um, when you are afraid and you cannot control the fear go out of the trade or reduce your position size or reduce your leverage for me i reduce my leverage i reduce my position size if it is too much for me i just walk away from the trade now this is one thing i tell um some of my students i tell them that the market is always here okay uh, like those of us who had our growing up in the barracks or had part of our growing up in the barracks one of the things we understand is that the barrack will always be there right like the words they used to say, soja come, soja go, the barracks will always be there. Now, what it means is that the market is always here. So if you burn your armors today or your your weapons, you destroy everything that you have, your capital today, the barracks will still be here, but you will not have that level, that playing ground to play in the barracks. You will not have that ammunition to be in the enlisted in the army as it were. Okay? It means you have burnt your you have bonds your capital, right? If you, I schooled in the barracks, that's what I'm trying to say. So if, if, if you seen soldiers that either went to war and they got, either their legs got chopped off, they can't take them to war anymore, okay? They don't go to war anymore. Or they go to war and then something happened to them, they got blind out of an explosion or something. They don't go to war anymore, which means sometimes they could still be in the barracks, but they don't participate in the activities that happen in the barracks or happen in the barracks or go out for other activities outside the barracks. So um, keep your capital safe. If you are afraid of trading or you're afraid of something, learn how to control it. And one of the ways to control it is use position size, stay out of the trade or something. Okay. And then Another point here is, don't mind me, I have a lot written down in my book. Another thing here is um, be responsible. I always say this as most times part of my um, first opening. Be responsible. Responsibility or taking responsibility in, in understanding how to trade and all of that, it, it's a big game, okay? Um, take responsibility for everything, okay? If somebody gives you a call to trade and then you miss the trade, you don't lose the trade, I mean, rather you lose the trade. Don't immediately say things like this. I, I, I had, I, 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 I didn't win this trade because 
um, the person gave us the wrong signal. That is the wrong way to start trading. That's the wrong way to build your capacity in trading. Okay? The thing to do is this. I am wrong because I didn't do this. I am wrong because I didn't follow this. Yes, the person gave you the signal. Yes, the person did that. I am wrong because I didn't understand this. I didn't understand that. When we start building that capacity or that responsibility mindset or attitude, that's the first point of understanding psychology or how to build psychology. I, I spoke somewhere and I told them that um, actually Africans, we, we, we were built or we, we were groomed to always cast blame on people. Okay, I was saying, I have seen children growing up, right? I have two kids and I've seen children growing up. And one of the things I've observed most times with parents or um, outside outsiders or people bringing up children, uh, when a child falls to the ground, maybe the child is learning how to walk and then the child falls to the ground, they beat the ground. African mindset, they beat the ground and they start talking to the ground. Why did you make him fall? As funny as it may sound, what they have done to that child is that I fell down because the floor was responsible to that falling, okay? And then uh, maybe a child is doing something and then starts crying. They say, is it that uncle that's making you cry? Is it that person that's making you cry? Now, in the formative year of that child, the child comes to understand that if this happens to me, it's because of this person did this or this person didn't do that. That's why you see children or people are feeling entitled for things or I don't know how best to put it, but it's because most times we were not taught to be responsible from our formative years, okay? So um, when you have to teach children, you teach them the first act of being responsible. Truth is that when you don't learn the act of responsibility or you don't groom children into acts of understanding how to be responsible or you start your trading journey without learning responsibility, you become one of those guys or one of those folks that um, when they jump into the trading arena to learn how to trade, the first thing they start looking for is signal groups. Okay, they start looking for signal groups, and when they start getting signal groups, um, most times they fall into pump and dump groups. Okay, and if if you've heard me very well, I hate signal groups. Okay, not because they are not good. Signal groups are very good when, especially when you join a community that builds you. Okay, when you join a community that builds you, signal group is good. But most times people are too lazy to learn. Okay, people are too lazy to learn and there, there's something about trading that if you don't put in the work to learn if you don't put in the work to learn you become you become a baby that always would need to be spoon fed okay um something happened when i was in school that should be in my uh, 300 level i actually started fine on apply art so what happened was one of those days um in our 300 level um, some guys that were ahead of us came into the studio and saw me i was actually doing i was painting it was actually a live a live painting that we were asked to do and while i was painting one of these guys came in and said oh collected my my painting brush touched on my painting did this did that and it came alive and i was like wow and then they went to the other lady that was just by my side collected her painting brush and she said no tell me what to do so that even when you're not around, I'll be good at this. Those words never left me to today, okay? They didn't, up to today, they are still in my head, the way she said them. And I, like I just, like the same way I just told you guys, the picture is still very vivid. She said, teach me how to do it. When you are not here, I will know what to do. 
Now, why am I sharing this? I love people being responsible in this aspect, in this way. Hey, guys, don't tell me always that I should buy here, sell here. Teach me so that I will know when to buy, how to exit, and all of that, whether you are here or not. The first phase of learning how to trade is to be responsible. When you want to learn how to trade, learn how to trade the right way. Whenever I'm having trading boot camp, one of the first things I tell them is this. Learn this thing yourself. Understand it yourself. So that should something happen and you are no, you can't reach anybody and you just have to be on your own somewhere, somewhere. Maybe you traveled abroad and you went abroad and maybe a job you're looking out for didn't work as planned. This didn't work as planned. That didn't work as planned. You can just sit down and put in a hundred dollars and start trading. And then build your hundred dollars account to two hundred dollars. Then build your two hundred dollars to three hundred dollars, or build and just keep building gradually. Why? You don't need to place a call and say, "Hey, Cube Zone, um, how do I enter this trade?" Oh, JK, what is happening to this trade? Can you um, tell me um, what what's the call? Ichimoku is saying presently, or um, Mr. Solution. What is the risk management plan now so that I can do like this? No, because you were responsible when you learned. Now you are now responsibly taking action to do those things. Now you say, well, this guy is talking too much. Now I'm sharing these things with you guys because there are little skills that when you learn, you have them or you have it for life. Okay? So let me not um, dwell too much on that. And um, another one is to create environment that increases your rate of profitability okay talking about trading psychology create an environment that that increases your profitability and environment now everything about psychology also plays around an environment if your environment is the type that will not make you have a winning trade you will not have a winning trade okay if your environment is such that will not give you a winning trade it will give you a winning trade environment matters a lot okay now for you it it, it may be People troubling you around, okay? Um, you're trading, this one is disturbing, that one is disturbing, noise here, noise there. The only noise I would love hearing in my trading room is a noise I am making, not a noise from other person is making, okay? Now, it, it has, whether it's music, I play music most times when I'm trading at, okay? Now, it's creating that environment for your growth. And also, you should understand, if you want to be a trader, the moment you zone into that environment of trading, one of the things you must do is to drop everything that is like a weight, right? A weight or a burden before you come into that environment of trading because it all affects your trading psychology. And like, okay, let me let me say this. Let's say the previous day I had a losing trade. The moment I come in in a new day, one of the things I actually try to do is to come in with a fresh mind as though I never traded yesterday. And when I come into that environment, I'm not trying to um, revenge yesterday's trade and all of that, okay? So create an environment that increases your profit, profitability and all of that. Another thing is to have great knowledge, okay? Have a great knowledge base. Read books. There, there, there's a book called Trading in the Zone. There are lots of books, okay? Now, why do you need to read those books? Most of us, we, we are either in the university or done with university. And while you're in the university, you read a lot of books that have to do with what you're studying. And another thing also is that you you got friends or colleagues or cosmates rather that were doing the same thing that you're doing. So 
you actually sharpen yourself through such intimacy is not the best word to do, right? Of understanding, learning, and all of that. So read books, read books, read books. When you read books, it tells you about itself. You become aware of who you are when it comes into trading. I'm very serious. I've not seen any discipline that really touch, touches every aspect of your life like trading. Trading will drill you and then you understand that you are very greedy. Okay, sometimes we don't know how greedy we are until we start trading. Then we understand that we are very, very greedy, like too greedy. Sometimes we don't know how non-challenged we can be until we start trading. Sometimes we don't know how very careless and bad at risk management you can be until you start trading. Sometimes we don't know how very angry you can be, like very angry until you start trading. Okay? Sometimes you don't know how emotional you can be until you start trading. And then you had a cap from loss that made you just look for a place in the house to sit down on the ground and cry your whole life. <laughs> right? Uh -huh. So you don't know how all of this plays into your life until you start trading. Okay? Sometimes you don't know how careful also you can be. Sometimes you don't know how very diligent you can be until you start trading, okay? Now, trading brings all of those things out of you. And one of the best ways to also learn most of these things is to learn from other people's life, from other successful traders and all of that. You learn all of these things. The more you learn from them, the more you read their books, the more you, you see what they went through, how they learn, the, the things they learn, the land and all of that. You, you, you position yourself and condition yourself into that environment to understand. Like myself, most times when I read books, I am actually a very slow reader. So let's say I have a book like a pamphlet or something with two, three, four pages. I could stay on that book for like days because most times I don't just want to read through the pages. I just want to put myself in the environment, in that atmosphere and feel what they felt when every other thing was happening or when every other thing happens to them right because um when i do that now if you if you understand psychology very well and you understand emotions when you watch movies and something bad in the movie happens sometimes you you could have teary eyes and the like right now reason is because your mind actually cannot separate reality and and imagination that is just the truth. Your mind cannot separate realities and imaginations. So most times, one of the ways to, to build your trading psychology or to build yourself is to condition your mind in the exact, exact position, environment, or whatever the story is playing, right? So when you switch yourself from where you are into the environment of the book you're reading or the theme you're watching or whatever it is that you're reading what actually happens immediately is that your mind begins to play it as though it is happening to you or you are in the in the scene taking record of what is happening okay so that's one way to read that's one way to learn okay and then another thing also is observed habit of the habit of successful traders something happened to me after reading about this Livermore. my trading changed okay I was afraid of some position fight. It changed. Okay, I could handle big position fight, like big position fight. After reading about Jesse Livermore, another thing also that happened to me after reading Jesse Livermore or 
studying about him is that my fear concerning trading and and losing trades or winning trades also changed. So what I'm trying to say in essence is that when you read about them, reading about him changed the way I see position size and how I enter trades. Reading about him also changed my mindset on risk. Reading about him also changed changed the way I see losing trades and winning trades. One other thing I also want to tell you guys is that um, in trading, you are going to go through a whole lot of things. Trading is going to break you. If you actually want to come into trading or if you're already into trading, this is not to make you afraid of anything. Um, trading is actually going to drill you. Um, every one of us will go through the same thing. Some of the things that we'll go through is that we get frustrated. We'll be frustrated several times, many times, right? Um, this is not like wishing um, anybody to be frustrated. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. But um, many times we get frustrated. Many times we feel bad. Many times we, uh, what before? Uh, we 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 feel bad, right? But the thing about it is that in all of it all, the summation of all of these things, building you. Is building your character, is building your system, is building your strength, is building your confidence, is building skill. Okay. And before you know what is happening, as long as you don't give up, you enter a trade, and sometimes in one trade, you make all the money you have, all the all the losing trades you ever had while in your committee day, one trade could just give it to you. Not because you gambled into it, no, but because you have come to understand the ropes. Okay. Now, like I would say, um, sometimes um, some of the guys I mentor, um, they tell me they'll send screenshots or what they call, yeah, screenshots or links of um, trading setup and ask me, hey, keep going, how far? This trade, if you look, if, if you were to take this trade, what do you think? Sometimes I just know where they're trying to drive at. Okay. Uh, what they're trying to tell me is that please look into this trade for me. I'm becoming very whatever and I can't find my way through it. So please tell me what you think about the trade. And because of skill, I could just look at the trade and know that for me, I can't take that trade. Now, that doesn't mean that the other person can't take the trade or the person will make money. Yes, the person will take the trade and make money. But because I've become aware of myself, I don't take the trade and I will not take the trade. Okay. Um, so um, when it comes into trading, your best resource or your best part of understanding and strength will be in understanding or becoming aware of who you are. We don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. Most times, uh, I enter a trade those days of field trade and say, okay, this is going to win, blah, blah, blah. And there's this thing about trading, okay? There's what we call trading bias or directional bias or whatever bias or whatever it is we call bias in trading. I've had more losses because of bias in trading. And I'm, I'm a very stubborn trader. When I, when I use the word stubborn, I mean stubborn in every way of trading. So when I hold onto a bias, I will enter a trade, I will get hit out. My bias still remains the same. 
it's going it the trade will go up i will enter the trade again get knocked out i will enter the trade again get knocked out i'll enter the trade again and get knocked out and then later my buyers will play out but by the time the buyers is playing out i'm either not having the funds to push into that bias that was there or really have much funds or no strength again to take the trade now what am i trying to say in this market for you to win for you to be profitable right try follow what market is doing and not what your bias is saying or what the bias is no matter how much you have, you cannot force the direction of the trade, except you are a market maker. Okay? And even market makers, they get bumped. That's number one. Secondly, the market is, the market does not care whether you are there or not. Okay? You know, sometimes people try to feel as though as if they are not in the market, nothing happens. It's not true. The market, the market, you you are not, you're not in the circle of things concerning the market. If you understand, um, Wyckoff schematics, you understand that nobody is actually looking for your stuff. What they are looking for is where the demand zone is and where the supply zone is. When they hit the demand zone, when price actually hit a demand zone, it moves away from that demand zone. As long as the demand zone is strong, it moves away with good speed and breaks every, um, um, what's it called, minor supply zones. Okay, and then when it gets to a very strong supply zone, the moment it hits that supply zone, or what um, smart money guys would call um, the bearish other block or bullish other block, the moment it hits that block, price leaves there immediately. And that's why, if you're trading what's called supply and demand or smart money, most of the times what they use in entering their trades are limit orders. Okay, so the moment the limit order gets hit, it fills up almost like it fills up completely because all of the order is just waiting for price to get around that price okay so don't always think that once somebody's looking out for your stop to enter to take you out one two when you're having losing trade and all of that don't think that somebody's trying to remove control you because we africans we believe a whole lot of nonsense sometimes now i wouldn't know your place whether something something sometimes it could happen it could be but most times People are having losing trade not because somebody's remote controlling you somewhere and instead of you being in a profit profitable trade you jump out immediately because of fear and all of that i don't think somebody's doing that no but rather because of your psychological state right you run out of the trade um the trade just gives you two four percent you remove it immediately and then the thing did maybe um 20 instantly and you're just there with your eyes looking at it and you're just like, wow, what is this like me or that state? No, it is actually your psychology that's playing all of those games with you. There are lots of things I'm going to talk about trading psychology, which we can put in this particular podcast because we're already time out, right? We're already out of time. But I'm still going to work on more on trading psychology. You can check some of my podcasts uh, where I talked about um, understanding trading and investing, why trading is very important and why um, buying assets or learning how to buy assets is very important. Um, it's also on Apple Podcast. So if you have Apple phone or Google uh, Podcast, you can learn. So at this point, let me stop here and give room to questions. 
and please feel free to ask um, your questions, even the ones that are very embarrassing. And I'll be here to listen and also give, not advice, but tell you where myself are facing in the So when it comes to risk management and all of that, right? Um, for me, I think it's a personal thing. It's a personal thing on what you understand about risk and what you are willing to risk for whatever profit you want to get. Okay. Now there's also one thing, one side of, another side of things, right? See what trading is like. No matter how good you are, or you're, no matter how good you you are in trading or at trading, no matter how very good you are, one thing you should always understand. One thing thing you should always know is that you are just one of the you are just a player in the market, nothing else. Okay, no matter how good you are at trading. Always remember this: you are just a player in the market. So let's say, for example, you risk two percent. The question is: should you lose the two percent? Can you have a sound mind? Okay. Yeah, there are people that that risk one percent. There are people that risk two percent. There are people that risk three percent. There are people that risk ten percent, some fifteen percent, some twenty-five percent. But the question is: can you bear? Whatever that risk or that loss of that amount would do to you, or whatever, that is what it is. So uh, for me, if you are a beginner trader, um, I prefer or I like telling people to follow a a what's it called a routine. Okay, a routine. When I mean a routine, I mean if, for example, you have you do one uh, percent per trade or two percent per trade. Let it be what you use for every other trade you trade for that formative year. Okay. Now, don't don't trade one percent today. Trade four percent tomorrow. Trade ten percent tomorrow. No, don't trade that way. Okay, because you are in your formative year. Okay, in your formative year, um, it's better to have a a hard stop. That's the best word to use. You have to have a hard stop. And for that hard stop, let it be something that is the same for every trade you are taking. Yeah, I know people that if, that if you want to put your stop, your stop should be determined by also technical analysis and all of that. That also would mean that should you want to take a trade, you should have criteria and rules why you should take a trade and what your yeah, yeah your entry criteria will help you. Okay, so if the trade has done this, done that, I can't take the trade. If the trade has done this, done this, I go into the trade. All of those things. Okay, so um, risking more than two percent or so, it all depends on you. Another thing I want to tell you guys: if you're learning how to trade, don't scale your account too quick. Okay, don't scale your account too quick. When I mean don't scale your account too quick, let's say for example you're trading. Okay, you're trading. Um, $5,000 account, right? $5,000 account. Don't scale to $25 account too quick, okay? Um, do it gradually and also watch your psychological growth. And this is why journaling can be very important. So um, don't scale too quick. And another thing also I would want to tell you guys, um, if you're learning how to trade or you're in this trading business, don't change um, your trading um, pattern or trading system too quick also 
don't don't change your trading system as in don't change it now most, let me let me tell you this this truth and we we we, we could just go out from here most times the reason for losing trade most times is not your trading system okay it's just it's just your trading psychology it's not your trading system okay i've had people tell me this or say things like this um it's smart money that makes money smart money no no it's not smart money that makes money smart money can be dumb money okay when your mind is not smart so if you are trading support and resistance and you're making profit don't change it too quick okay if you are trading whatever strategy you are trading whether fibonacci ichimoku anything you're trading don't change too quick okay like i said in one of my tweets i said my trading journey actually changed when i traded or sat down doing one particular trading strategy for 14 months okay for complete 14 months all i was doing was trading a particular strategy and that was when i started learning what we call supply and demand okay for 14 months i sat down on it back testing poor testing i was losing yet i held to it i was losing yet i held to it until i understood why i was losing okay and Presently, I'm trading smart money, supply and demand, other blocks, whatever, whatever, understanding thematics and all of those things. Okay. Now, I got to understand that in those formative time where I was learning it and I was losing, it was not the system that was making me lose. Okay. It was either not following basics that has to do with the system, which also played back to what psychological what we call trading psychology is all about okay so don't change your trading system quick sit down on it and trade and another thing i'm also going to tell you if you are learning how to trade when you want to become profitable in trading learn the character of what asset you're trading okay learn the character of the asset especially for example when you start trading very big amounts of money don't jump into a trade or into any coin because somebody say, hey, this coin is doing this. Yes, it's good to do it for profit, but in terms of your psychological balance, in terms of understanding the market, in terms of your profitability, it will do you well if you understand how the particular asset plays. Learn to understand the character of any asset you want to trade before you start pumping in money because you understand how it moves, when it does, why, why it's doing what it's doing, right? Why this is happening why that is happening there are particular coins that i could just sit down just look at them in two minutes i can tell you a direction not because um yeah just not just because of technical analysis but because i have a relationship with those particular assets i've traded them and that is that now it's not a pattern like like hey guys you must trade this it's not a pattern but what i'm trying to make you understand is that your strategy don't change the system your what's it called um assets you are trading don't want burn them off too soon to jump into every other thing when you don't know how they behave and then finally don't scale too soon don't scale too soon don't jump from a hundred dollar account to one thousand dollar account or to fifteen thousand dollar account don't scale up like that too soon and then another thing again is to build an environment that works with your trading psychology that helps for profitability okay if you're the type that like playing music play your music if you're the type that likes being quiet when trading be quiet while trading or when trading if you're the type that 
even when people are around the environment where you're trading and you're good, be that person and enjoy. But if you're the type that when people are around you, um, whether they're fellow traders, they're around you making noise and you know you can't trade at that particular time, don't try to show up to make them understand that um, you can create this percentage in this, uh, at this particular time. You don't do it. Okay? If you're the type that um, you just know yourself, the moment you become aware of who you are, trading becomes simple. Like I told you guys, trading was called and technical analysis is simple. Technical analysis is the cheapest. Fundamental analysis is the cheapest. But trading psychology is hard. It's not something you buy from the market. Somebody cannot impact it into you. You need to read. You need to learn. You need to control your emotions. You need to feel those emotions. Okay? And it's a lifetime of learning. You can learn technical analysis in seven days. But trading psychology is something that you may leave the rest of your life, if you remain a trader, you just keep understanding that sometimes you you behave stupid, while sometimes you become you behave sane. Okay, but <laughs> it's funny, but it's true. When you start trading, you understand all of these things. And those of you that have been trading, you can tell that things like this happen. And at this point, I want to stop here. And since there are no other questions or questions, yeah, I think uh, we can say a goodbye here. Trading is good. Trading can change your life. Believe me when I tell you, trading can change your life. Trading can change your environment. Trading can change how you behave. So when you see a trader that is out there very proud, making good profit, but proud, being arrogant, you should understand that that trader has not learned very well. Okay? If you see a trader out there that is very arrogant, that insults people, that treats people anyhow, that is not humble, and feel entitled in every state to understand that that trader didn't learn well. But when you trade and you have traded and you've gone through the rope, you have to be humble. You must be humble because the market will always humble you. Okay? The market will always humble you. I will stop here because there are some emotional stories I wouldn't want to tell because I've been humbled by the market. When you think you are very confident in what you can do, the market can handle you. That's why you must be careful in this market and trade well. Okay? So thank you guys for today and see you on another podcast. Thank you guys and see you next time.